beautiful tomorrow, shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Of Mice in Main Street Men. I am Tristan. And I'm Sean. Hey, we're back. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Yeah, it's you nice. just you just came back from your lovely trip. I um, did. And I am I'm very envious, but also you're keeping this podcast legit by actually going to the parks. So hey, that's 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 <laughs> both of us. That's on both of us. I had not yeah. well, I'd been to Disneyland twice last year, but I had not been to Florida in over three years. Yeah. Well, thanks, thanks to Hurricane Ian. It would yeah, have been. I tried. <laughs> I tried. I tried in September. Try. Oh man. The gods well, were not smiling. No, that's okay though but it sounded like it looked like you guys had a great trip and um i think it's hard to have a bad trip to disney and at least in my book i know there i know there's some curmudgeons out there that might disagree with me but i would just push them off the side of the hotel (laughs) because they're just wrong and they're probably going to be happier not alive honestly though yeah, I feel the same because I, I always have a great time as well. Um, That's not to say there weren't some issues. Uh, I, sure. Oh, I have a lo- I have a lovely rant that I, I will I will wait. do later if you ask me the right question. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I so what we're gonna do is I I've I've come up with ten questions that I'm gonna ask you, um, and then um, in a couple weeks we'll have like a full trip report. But I just kind of wanted to get some highlights because our listeners have been waiting with bated breath for, you know, your report. Um, actually I had a lot of people like it, it's, it's interesting. Like we're getting quite a little following and it's fun. Uh, uh, well, yes. I mean, who knew, who knew one of our fans would bring me t-shirts this time. I know. And somebody recorded a corn dog video and it was I just- saw that. <laughs> I was like, what, who is that? I know it's so funny. And there's actually you know somebody her? else. Do you know I her? Do. Yeah, okay. it, it's Kimberly. She works at Circa 21. That's what um, I thought. But there's another listener that's going down in March that messaged us to ask if she could record one too. And I said, hey, the more you know the what? Merrier. That's right. So I was like, whatever works. Um, so yeah, let's just get started here. Um, so how this is going to work is I'm going to ask you, uh, well, you'll see with number, we're just going to go 10 to one. So my number 10. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you, what was your favorite nighttime experience on your trip, Sean? Oh, man, man, that's that <laughs> tough, man, because honestly, I thought I would know what my answer to that was before I left. Uh-huh. And I, it's, diff, it's difficult to say. I mean, they're really, I, I have a three-way tie sort of in my head. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think embracing it as nothing but its nighttime self. I loved Harmonious. Yeah. I loved I Harmonious. Love it it's great. They just need to figure out a way to bring the barges in and out because they are just but ugly. Well, they're going away now. I know. I know they're they're going like going gone. I mean, which is because that show, oh, I loved so everything. I, now that is not to say that I did not re- that Fantasmic was not a close, close second. Oh, I'm sure. But, and and I, you know, and even Enchantment, 
I I was I think I was more enchanted with enchantment than you were. Okay, here's so here's my thing on enchantment. In the moment, it was it was great because it's not bad, <laughs> right? But it wasn't happily ever after, which as we air wishes, as you and I both talked about. But as I watch back on clips, because I've had a lot of uh, Disney blues lately, so I've been watching clips from the trip that we took. I was yeah. like, oh, you know what? That finale is pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I'm a sucker for nighttime spectacle anyway, but yeah. I think... I think Harmonious won a place in my heart, which is kind of weird because it's just going to be a one and done. I'll probably never see it again. Yeah, I felt the same way. I really liked it a lot, too. I like that. That's your answer. That's a good answer. The whole I mean, I just I truly loved hearing the Disney songs sung in native languages. and, And I just, you know, the whole finale, the someday I'm like. Wouldn't it be nice? Only Disney can can make me optimistic about the future of mankind <laughs> these days. But boy, where, were, where were you sitting? Where were your where was your viewing area? We staked out uh, and we didn't have a ton of time to stake out because we actually were were doing a, our Remy Genie Plus Lightning Lane. Uh, so we only had about 20 minutes before showtime, but it was not super crowded. And uh, so we were over by the the Japan gate. Okay. Like just, just on the American adventure side of Japan. And it really was mm-hmm. a great place to watch it because we could see all the projections in the Stargate. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. That's great on the Stargate. Um, <laughs> um, all right. So number nine then what was your favorite daytime experience oh date well because honestly we didn't watch the parade at magic no. we didn't i mean i, I a parade's got to be because i mean i'd seen that parade before basically sure. like i had to i i had to go i had to do stuff i was busy 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 hey amen um, i feel it yeah um so daytime hmm Cause not doing that. Um, Cause I really didn't see any, any show shows. Mm-hmm. I saw some of the castle show as I walked by. Um, man. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to move one of my night times into the daytime slots. <laughs> cause, cause I had three sort of night times. So right, what was your runner up then? <laughs> for a daytime experience. Well, you can move Actually, one of your night times into that slot, or if you have one. No, have one. no uh, well, it's going to sound like a smart ass answer, but probably one of my favorite things that I got to do during the day was take a nap one day <laughs> because it it was a marathon. It was it yeah. was pretty grueling, and I loves my Disney, but <laughs> we did and and. We loved going with our friend Emily. She's she's tons of fun. She is a foodie. She likes she likes drinking her way around any park, especially Epcot. We were there with my friend Melissa. Drink Melissa. She's very excited that she may be her own drinking game now. If we start <laughs> mentioning her, but she's the one that brought our T-shirts. Uh, oh, but, thank you, Melissa. Drink up. But but because because she was only going to be there. 
Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and leave Wednesday. And she hadn't been since before the pandemic. And we all wanted to like get the parks cranked out. It's like, Mm -hmm. I broke the cardinal rule that I always tell my clients, which is two days of parks from rope drop to, to close is, is pushing the limits of human endurance. (laughs) Take a little break. And because of of just the way things shaped up, our break day was finally Wednesday because we did Animal Uh Kingdom, which was easily done in just a few hours. And then in the evening, we we like actually, I went back and did travel stuff at the hotel while Jackie changed. And then we went to California Grill um, that evening. So that was sort of our park light day. But the other three, Sunday, Magic Kingdom, Monday, Epcot, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, uh, in, in uh, the studio, at the, and we were doing like at least ten miles a day, if not if not more like twelve, sure, fifteen. However, talking about the studio, that the mat, the, the nap on the nap the day that we did it, which I th- which was Friday, I didn't I didn't really get a nap in the day <laughs> until Friday, um, but. But I will say probably my favorite daytime activity this trip was our uh, noon reservation at uh, Oga's Cantina. Oh, okay. Because that that was, we were there with Emily and Melissa. We we tried a bunch of different drinks. We, we got our two drink limit. And then the guy came along and was like, so you want another round? And we're like, I, I thought it was a two drink limit. He's like, well, we can give it to you to go. So apparently, <laughs> apparently Savannah, Georgia, New Orleans, and and Disney World are now open container uh, All right. uh, cities. But um, no, it was it was it was really awesome. And probably the best part, and I'm sure no one will ever and I, I will never have this experience again. But I the buzz foam is back. The fuzzy tauntaun is back okay. with the buzz foam. I swear they've like dialed it down. It's not as intense as it used to be, but uh-huh. I really like it. At the time I ordered my second round, I asked, can you put the buzz foam with anything else? And uh, and they're like, no, we just can't. But the final round, which was our to-go cup round, uh-huh. my friend Melissa ordered the fuzzy tauntaun, but she didn't want the foam. And I said to our bartender, who was great, he was he was awesome. You know, the, the experience just ran the entire time we were there. He was great making snide comments about Oga and about, well, I was I was on my mobile order trying to order us some Ronto roasters. And he's like, hey, and like yelling over to his other buddy at the bar. He's like, he's ordering the roasters. You know, what do you want? You know, do you want one? And he's like, you know, getting orders for me to fill with mobile order. Anyway, he was great. But when I said, I'll take her foam, <laughs> He scooped me up, a, a you know, a, a decent sized plastic cup just full of foam. And I had my I had my uh, my jet fuel uh, cocktail, which is the Maker's Mark one. Mm-hmm. And so I believe I am the only person in the history of a Disney theme park to have a fuzzy fuel because I just dumped all my fuzz. <laughs> All my buzz foam <laughs> on top of my it was it was an amazing experience. So there, there you have it. Give me a minute to think about it. 
but it was that was my daytime experience was, I, was that trip to Oga's. That's amazing. I love that. Now, I don't know if this I thought about this and I don't know if it applies to you, but was there anything that you did for the very first time on this trip that you had not done before? No, there actually were. There were there were a few things. Um, I did Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Sure. The first and second time. Uh, I, uh, well, I tried the Sleepy Hollow Corn Dog. That was, that I'm was so a first. proud of you. <laughs> I, it was awesome. It, it truly was. Those, those videos are going to be viral because everyone's going to want one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and of course I did Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway for the first time. How did you and, like it? And I ate at Ohana for the first time. Oh, wow. Right. You really hit a lot. I, d- I did. Well, as a travel agent, I was like, there are just some things that I haven't done, like Ohana. And I have so many clients who are like, oh, we just love Ohana. We go back time after time. And I was like, I just need to find out what the hype is about. And I go, I get it now. I, I understand. Yeah, that those noodles. <laughs> mm. Those noodles. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad that you went on. Did you like Mickey and Minnie's? I was oh excited God. for you to try that. I, I, it was very sweet because, well, because Jackie even was like, I'm most excited to like go with you and watch you be on that ride for the first time. <laughs> and then we had another friend, Mariana, because we were, we were doing some Marco Polos and she was like, I just, I would love to go with Sean on that ride for the first time. And hey, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I, I go great movie. What? Cause yeah, they did a great job. I, I just, you know, I will miss the great movie ride, but man, I'm very happy with the newest resident. Yeah. And did you like that pre-show? That pre-show is pretty great. Oh my God. Yes. Now <laughs> we have to go back and do the pre-show episode. Cause I was like, it did what? I know. Was, it was, cool. I know it's a great little trick. Well, so you did, you did a lot of things for the first time. That's great. I did. And that, it was so exciting to have a trip where and I saw harmonious for the first time. Yeah. I saw the new Fantasmic for the first time. I mean, I just, yeah. I was surprised you never had eaten at Ohana. I know. You, many people were and would be. But it just, I, I, I had never, especially because they used to like just slice meat off a skewer. That sounds like, that sounds <laughs> like a place I'd go any Friday. But, but I finally made it, even though they're not slicing meat off skewers now. Now you get a very tasty bowl of teriyaki beef yes. and uh, the peel and eat shrimp, which are slightly problematic, but tasty. And, uh, oh, and then like the, and the like grilled chicken thighs. So oh, the chicken, oh, the chicken's so good. Um, okay. So, but you said you did not see any shows. Is that correct? You did well, not see I guess not any of the typical, well, no, oh, no, no, that's not true. Why were you going to ask me about a show? I was going to say what 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 is your favorite show that you saw? Uh, it is still uh, it's still Finding Nemo, even though this is the Big Blue and Beyond. It's the new version. Yeah. Um, I don't like the new version as much as I liked the old version. Sure. It seems like because Jackie and I discussed this, it's like they cut out a lot of the humor, actually. Some oh, of the really? really funny lines are gone because they've they've tried to truncate. It's like oh. it's like Disney has decided that you need a show that's no longer than a half hour. 
And I feel like the old one was maybe a little longer than that. It was like 45 minutes. And they frame it now in a context from Finding Dory. I mean, it's it's sort of narrated from the from the perspective that the Finding Dory stuff has happened, but they're talking about his original story and narrating around it. I mean, the the big the big numbers that you loved from before, like Big Blue World and uh, Go with the Flow. It's like those are those are there. The aerial acrobatic stuff is gone, and okay, uh, and it's like I guess they were like we're getting rid of the danger pay for the actors. We're not going <laughs> to fly anybody from the ceiling. Um, they do some amazing stuff though with the projection wall in the back in terms of the new set. That's really impressive, um, yeah. and the set has been given a lot of TLC. But sure. but I still loved it. It's still Finding Nemo the musical. I I I still loved it. That's and good. Still That's some great. of our fellow actor brothers and sisters having a job. So here, is that here. Ba- is that is that an equity show? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. All right. Well, that's lovely. All right. So, how about uh, number six? Is your what? What was your favorite snack that you had while you were there, sir? Oh, favorite. I know you're a snacker. Snack. I yeah, I love me as a snack. Um, hmm, what's my favorite snack? Um, well, I guess I'm going to count this as a snack because, well, first of all, the Epcot uh, International Festival of the Arts was going on, and so that was a, the Epcot day was a day of getting like many small snacks, many bite-sized sure. snacks. Um. We actually took a break from the day to go inside at La Salier, where I had the poutine for the first time in a long time. And since that was kind of a break in the day, I would probably put the poutine with a Blanche de Chambly beer, which I absolutely love. I got introduced to it at Epcot. Uh You can find it at World Market sometimes because it's a very Uh Canadian beer. I love it. It's kind of spicy, kind of champagne it's just so cool and i so i had that with uh the poutine the signature poutine not the beef bourguignon poutine which i'll have to go back and get but i i guess if i had to pick a favorite snack that would be it that's i've never had that i it's on my list um like so many other things but it's very canadian but you'd think the midwestern is midwesterners invented it because it's yeah. French fries with some gravy and some cheese. Cream. I know. Yeah, like you can't go wrong. No, you can't go wrong. You no, cannot, sir. I love that. All right. So on that vein, what was your favorite meal that you had? Because I know you are a Disney foodie, and you I usually am. eat your way around there. So what was your favorite I'm, meal? Well, I suppose once again, and and we were in a slightly stressful situation because so we were couple of members of our party were running a little late and Emily had to fly out. So, but once again, the California grill did not disappoint. And I went in thinking I would order one of my old favorites. I wasn't sure which, cause they have their Oak fired filet, you know, a steak mm-hmm. that is so good year after year. And then they also had the pork, which has been on their menu in some form or another for decades because it is so good and comes with this polenta. 
And we had an absolutely amazing server. If you go to California Grill, you need to ask for Holly. She was new to the grill-ish, but she has been on property serving for like 18 years. The last 12 at Mama Melrose in the studio. Um, But she was amazing. We asked to speak to the managers because we were like, how do we leave you like a comment card? How do we... How do we like get you recognized for the job you're doing? And she's like, well, you could talk to the manager if you'd like. And I'm like, yes, we will do that. But she made the experience great. She steered me toward the uh, venison, which I'm not a venison person. Uh But she's like, this came on the menu a few weeks ago. It sells out every night. It's amazing. And it was. It absolutely was. It's I just... You know, and and now you can get things with a wine flight that that pairs every course because now it's a pre-feast menu. Pre, well, it depends if you're from the Midwest, so it's a prefix <laughs> menu. Um, prefix, prefix, whatever you call it, it's like you get one appetizer, one entree, one dessert, um, but it pairs them all with a wine. You know, it it, mm-hmm. it was just it was a great meal. As, as it always is, in my opinion. And did you have a reservation that was close to uh, dusk? We didn't, actually, because Emily was leaving and had to catch a flight, and we were going to oh. monorail pub crawl. Um, we, uh, we actually made it earlier in the evening and figured we would end up maybe back there for fireworks. But in fact, we ended back at Bay Lake Tower, where we were staying, and we went up top to the oh. mountain and watch oh, fireworks yeah. from there. How is the new lounge? It's it's very interesting. I mean, it's like you know, they make the big deal of the villain's lair, but I yeah. guess aside from a few villain portraits and maybe <laughs> a couple of things that are kind of villainy decor wise, yeah. I mean there's really cool like lanterns that are like Captain Hook Tinkerbelly sure. lanterns. Um that are cool. Um the food, the drinks are great. Um, the uh, the dessert is amazing. It 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 was a, a dessert that was there before it became the villain's lair. Okay, and it was it's it's like this multi layer cake that's chocolate and like hazelnut, and it oh. is darn good. So they just renamed it the villain's lair cake. Oh. And, and it that's was the awesome. it was the dessert that came with the wicked wind down, but it was so good. Yeah, well, you're such a lucky duck. You get to go up there, Mr. DVC. I know, I know. I'm one of those lucky <laughs> DVCers that has the Y next to next to DVC when I pull up my my digital Disney ID <laughs> card. It says DVC Y. And now, is Bay Lake Tower? Believe oh, it or not, Disney had a tech glitch. They never have oh. those. But they had a tech glitch last year when I was getting ready to go to Disneyland because when I first downloaded my digital membership card, it said DVCN. And I'm like, oh no, I'm a Y. I have always been a Y. I insist I be recognized as a Y. Especially because now, the D- I mean, the DVC discount on, on merchandise is 20%. It's the same as annual pass holders get. Yeah. As but only if you buy, if, yeah, if you're direct, if you're, yeah, yeah. right. Is, but is so, if like, you, no, no, go ahead. No, <laughs> no, you. 
we're we're we're, we're 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 a duo here hub and spoke here officially back i was gonna ask is bay lake tower your home resort no it's you? not beach no. club beach, beach club, club is our home resort but we have well my mom never stayed at beach club it's like they bought beach club and my mom passed away i don't know 15 years later never stayed at beach club Part wow. of that was we very, we almost never could plan a trip 11 months out, which is when you reserve your home. Right. right. If you were, if you were anywhere near the seven month mark, you got to pick and choose anywhere. And honestly, until Jackie and Emily and I stayed there for the first time during the first food and wine festival that I went to, which was like 2016, maybe. And we went, oh my God, this is so great for the festivals. Cause you just walk. You know, you walk out of the hotel, turn left, pass the Skyliner station, and go in the International Gateway Gate right. of of Epcot. And I mean, you can be at, you can be in France in fifteen minutes. Yeah, you know, from your hotel room. So, uh, so yeah. Once we started staying there, we've stayed there a few times additionally. But with this one, partly because uh, there was limited availability. At, at Beach Club, and also the points for a studio room, the deluxe studio, which is basically mm. a hotel room. Uh, although they they used to have two queen beds in there. Now it's a queen bed and a pull-out sofa bed, mm-hmm. but uh, which we were not as enamored of. And it was it was a it was a crowded room for four adults. It really was. And sure. you know, there there the bed did was you could not put bags or even the cushions from the sofa bed under the bed because it was solid to the floor. It it needs some retooling, but you can't beat the location because, you know, the Magic Kingdom is an easy 15-minute walk, yeah. you know, maybe more like 10, and then you just take the little Skyway walkway over to the Contemporary to take the monorail to Epcot and... So yeah. it is super convenient. The views are gorgeous. I mean, even, even with our water view, we had a nice balcony that had a couple of chairs. Not that we sat there. We were at Disney. But it's like if you went out on the balcony and looked to the left, you had a view of Space Mountain. So. Oh, wow. Good for you. You're yeah. such a highfalutin fella. Um, highfalutin. High diddly D <laughs> in actor's life for me. <laughs> right. Um, all right, so I'm going to ask you, what was your favorite attraction at each park? That's hard, I know, but I'm kind of curious because here's the thing. I think that depending on your trip, I think it it varies because of the I experience. That you have. I certainly think it can. Um, so, so let's start at the Animal Kingdom. What was your favorite attraction there this trip? Uh, I, uh, this was the first time we had ever gone through because we went at rope drop to do Flight of Passage. So we didn't mm-hmm. buy the individual lightning lane. So this was my first time to see Hank in a tank. Isn't that great? Um, it's so, it is, so, it's so cool. Um, I, don't, I don't think they're... It's, I, don't, I don't know what the future of Animal Kingdom holds, but yeah. it will be, I will be hard-pressed to think there will ever be a better attraction in Animal Kingdom than Flight of Passage. Oh, it's so good. Just... You, you, it's so phenomenal, the experience yeah. that you have. And I, 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 you know, it's, it's beautiful and exhilarating every time you do it. So that's a hands down is flight of passage. It's so stunning. So stunning. All right. What about uh, Hollywood studios? 
Uh, I don't think there's much, and that's tough. That it's is very tough. tough because Rise of the Resistance is a phenomenal attraction. Yes, it we, is. Our, our listeners, if that's a drinking game, people are already drunk <laughs> from listening to any episode of our podcast. But I, because of all the feels and, and everything, I, my new favorite attraction there is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And that's fair. That yeah. is a fair thing to say because I, too, love that so much. Um, our, yeah, especially if you're a Mickey Mouse fanatic like i know you and i are yeah like, and I, it top. didn't even bother me that it's like the new dumpster mickey i know the, the weird got to appeal to the kids with our japanimation-ish influenced weird little mickey mouse i didn't care he looked enough like a real mickey mouse i didn't care yeah no and it's beautiful and that song is great um it, it is i loved it um, all right. What about at uh, Epcot then? Uh, I, I will say my stomach got a little queasy, the, especially the first time on Guardians. On, on Guardians, but it's it's an amazing attraction, absolutely amazing. And the queue, the queue is so cool. And I was lucky enough to be in the room when Star Lord was talking about how excited he was to get back to Epcot. And, and hear and experience some of those things that no longer exist. I, I, I was a sucker for that. And it's just, it's, it's pretty darn cool. It, uh, we actually, I, I'm sure I'll talk about the, the journey we took to get on it and how we did it in a future episode. But suffice it to say, yeah, Galactic Rewind. And, and that's saying something because I love Soren. I absolutely love Soren, but you get an awful lot of bang for your buck. That's what with, I hear with Guardians. Epcot's really killing it because I think Ratatouille is really nice. Um, oh right, and I, and yes, this was really not the great. first time I'd ridden Ratatouille because yeah. we rode it in Paris. Paris, right? Yeah, um, but it was my first time riding it there, and yeah, it's a fun ride. But it's yeah, Guardians wins this time, hands down. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Um, I have no idea when we're going back there. I have a feeling I'm going to have you help me book a trip there next year. Um, wait. But uh, Disneyland, I think, is next on the list, but that's for another time, too. All right. So to uh, the Magic Kingdom, sir, what was your favorite experience that you had there, attraction-wise? Well, you know, I love me a Haunted Mansion, in case you haven't heard. Um, and, and there's just always something new. Always. I mean, mm -hmm. I've been riding the thing for decades and I always notice something, but I think probably the most special thing this trip was, was saying goodbye to Splash Mountain. I mean, yeah. this was, this was the trip that I was like, I'm glad I get to go one more time. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm excited for the for the retheming, we've said that yeah. many times on this, but but it was a little bittersweet to go. All right, this attraction that I've loved for thirty years will be no more. So um, I I am very glad I was not in the two hundred and twenty minute wait line on Sunday. Oh man, you know broke the Disney records, and it was it was literally backed up to the haunted mansion. Which, if you know your Disney geography, yeah. 
I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I the guys on the Diz were talking about that, and they said that they were able to get through the line a little less than what was posted, um, but it was still backed up to Liberty Square at that time. And um, that's crazy. Also, did you see, I shared it on the Instagram for the, the podcast, but did you see people were selling water? I, I saw you share that. That's like, that just oh, sounds God. like bad 700 club televangelism. Oh and man, I, I was. Can I get you the camp. healing waters of Splash Mountain? <laughs> it, so I have a lot of feelings of Splash Mountain too, because the first time I wrote it actually was the spring of 2021. Um, I had never ridden it because every other time I had been down there since I started going in 2015, it had been down for refurbishment. Wow. And that so lucky streak, sir. Yeah, it was not good. So the first time I was able to do it, I've only ridden it a handful of times, but you know, I'm, I'm obsessed with it, but I was happy that you were able to do that one more time. That's really great. Yes. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. I cannot wait for the retheming too, but I, I think, you know, we've said it before. I understand the problematic things about the film, right. but and it, I didn't even know that there. going in. It absolutely should be themed to something that kids have a frame of reference of. Oh, and absolutely. that's four and it's, yeah, it's a little silly that that's a movie that can no longer be shown on Disney or anywhere else. It's like kids don't know what that ride is. Kids know Tiana. And yeah, it's, it's going to be great. Amazing, so. Oh, it's, I cannot wait. Um, all right. So number three. What is a new tip or trick that you learned on this trip that you're going to help your clients with or apply to a, an upcoming trip of your own? Uh, there, there were a couple that we talked about. This was the first time I had really utilized the take your own water bottle and the oh. kind of money that it can save. So I'm, I'm a bit of a convert there. Um, but I, I would say... And I didn't necessarily use this myself, but I talked to people who did on this trip. And it's the whole now that you can actually, uh, now that you can actually modify a lightning lane. Sure. As long as you're playing the system and you're park hopping, you can really start stacking some stuff. So, yeah, um, they've made some improvements on that, which I think are great. Yeah. Um, but, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was probably that. I know there's a couple more that I'm just forgetting in the moment because we talked about a few that I would add to some of my stuff. But well, and we'll we'll chat about this trip more. I'm sure. Um, number two. So, what was your overall on this trip? What was your favorite park? Huh. Um, I guess. I would have to say, I don't know. It's going to be, ah, that's weird. Cause I would normally say magic kingdom, but, but because of the festival of the arts and the food booths and cosmic rewind, I might lean a little towards Epcot, but also because of like our, our day drinking at Oga's <laughs> and I will also give a shout out here to the Disney Day Drinkers uh, group on Facebook 
I, I just discovered them this trip and those, those people know how to drink their way around the world. Um, but, uh, oh man, I guess, I guess because of that, because the new Fantasmic, because we had a really good dinner at uh, the Brown Derby, I think this trip, I probably would have to put the studio at the top of my list. Nice. You know, the studios don't always get a lot of love on this podcast, so that's that's exciting. They should, but they don't always. Yep. Right, and, and our last one, because we're going to talk about this trip more in detail. I know you and Jackie are, and then we'll definitely talk about it again. But I'm kind of curious, what was your one magic moment that you, when you look back on this trip, you'll think, oh, that was such a like Disney magic moment. Uh, I think, I think it probably comes back to the fireworks, even to enchantment. Mm-hmm. To, and, and it's interesting because the first night I watched them, we watched from the villain's lair on top of Bay Lake Tower. And sure. I was like, okay, these, these, these fireworks are okay. But, um, but being in the park and seeing the castle projections and being on Main Street and having the projections around you, but to be able to see Mickey on the castle, like in his yeah. little window thing, and, you know, damn Disney, they know how to, they know how to hit you but when Mickey is talking about the fact that you are the magic, it's like you coming back here over and over all these years, you make the place what it is. And I think that that was one of those moments that just, it made me go, yeah, I've spent, I've spent nearly 50 years coming here. And I remember it with my grandparents and I remember it with my parents and with my wife and with my friends and you know, all of these trips that I remember when I go back, but, but that was probably the moment that I went, oh, Disney yeah. gets me, Disney appreciates me. Yeah. Disney yeah. doesn't just want my money. They actually, <laughs> they want my money and they want me to feel good. So yeah, they want your money and they care. That's the difference. Um, that is the, Disney. oh, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I cannot wait to hear more about the trip because I mean, you you were there for you know a good while, so that's great. Um, we were. My feet will tell you it was because we we I it it might not have been a hundred miles that we walked last week, but it was it was at least seventy five because yeah. we were in the parks. We were in some theme park, I guess, except for Thursday. Because I had agent training and stuff, and we had headshots and mm-hmm. oh, and Jackie and I went to see Drawn to Life, the new Cirque show. Yes, I. My dad, my dad gave me uh, gave me and Jackie tickets to that for Christmas. So that's a whole other conversation in and of itself. But yeah. so Thursday we did some walking around Disney Springs, but every other day, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So seven days in theme parks either either disney or universal and i know we walked at least 10 miles a day so what a wonderful kind of exhausted that is though you know what i mean it is it's what jackie calls the sleep of disney except oh my god 
I don't think I got more than six hours of sleep really any night that we were there. I had to come home and rest because I, I usually had some travel agent stuff that I just had to do once I got back to the hotel, either, oh, sure. you know, because, you know, the travel business doesn't stop just because you're on vacation. Other people <laughs> want to book their cruises and stuff and they have. Yeah. And so I would usually work on that for a little bit. And that would usually take me to midnight when I could buy our Genie Plus for the next day. But then I would have to set my alarm for 650 so that I could get up and start dealing right. with, with the lightning lanes. And, you know, most nights I didn't go to bed before 1230. So yeah. six hours of sleep was pretty luxurious. So yeah. Disney World is not for the faint of heart unless no. you're going to be there for several days and plan your buffers. Yeah, that's how we do Disney. We go hard, man. That's just how we do it. Um, and I think how we'll always do it, I think. Um, there may well, come a time you go, I'm just going to expect, because we were talking with and with Emily too. It's like, we're going back in September. I mean, we already have our next yeah. trip. And we already have a seven-day reservation. Mm-hmm. And, and for that trip, especially because everybody will have been fairly recently, yeah, and there won't necessarily be that feeling of I haven't been in three years. I have to do everything. Yeah, I'm really planning on that one being a little more leisurely. So nice. We'll see. We'll see if I if I'm able to hold myself to that. But I do. I, I I'm getting to a point now where I don't really need to walk 15 miles a day because my feet <laughs> fall off, and so. I would rather, oh, it would be so nice to sleep late one day. Yeah. Jackie got to sleep late the day that we did our agency stuff, our training and our headshots and stuff. And she was like, oh, it was so nice. And then she got up and worked on her computer for a couple hours. But but it was Disney and it made me happy. Yeah. Well, and, and if you, uh, you know, if someone out there listening would like to have that Disney happiness engulf them in magical flames uh how could, i don't know that, what that's more what it does to your wallet it engulfs yeah. your wallet in magical flames it does um, uh, yeah. how could they do that how could somebody get in touch with you sir reach out to me uh either either via facebook at sean at briar and main travel boutique uh you can email me sean at briar and main.com um you, you know leave a message for me here or, or go to the Briar and main travel boutique websites uh, forward slash Sean. And you can find my, my sort of agent bio and learn my, my philosophy of travel and click there to work with me. But I, I would love, I, I, I'm having such a busy January. It's insane. I have to get up early tomorrow and talk to a client about Disney and nothing makes me happier. So I love that. And uh, I, I'm a satisfied and, customer. I have used you before, and I will. Yes, you are. And what's and what's coming up at, at the Mockingbird in January? There's so many things. You know, we got um, Driving Miss Daisy opens February 17th. So if you're in the Quad City area, you should check that out. It's themockingbirdonmain.com. I'm also in a really great show at Circa 21, which I cannot recommend enough, called We Will Rock You. It's the music of Queen. The story is bizarre, but the show is stunning. And uh, so if you're in the quad series, you should check that out. Um, I'm gonna. Yeah, I think we're, gonna, we're, we're coming over like in a week or so. 
it's really fun. And, uh, you know, I'm just around, but also, you know, if you're listening and you haven't liked, um, us on Facebook, do that. But if you haven't followed us on Instagram, please do that as well. We're getting a little more active with that. And, um, I know you have an Instagram page as well. I do. And, I'm, getting, um, I'm, I'm trying to get myself out there in the social yeah, media. Man. Here, you know, so. Find us, I, you know. I now uh, do my own little travel Tuesday thing that goes on I love it. and Facebook. So yeah, it's uh it's great. So you know, follow us. There's there's a small little community starting to form there, and uh, you know, Disney people are the best. So we thank you for listening, and uh Absolutely. it's been so cool. And um, well, Sean, it's always a pleasure, my friend. You too, buddy. Yeah, man, and uh thank you for listening, and we will see you real soon. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing.